Welcome to Probing Gaia, where Steve and Joey are bending over, opening their third eye, and allowing the light of the Gaia Network's consciousness-based content to fill them completely, changing them from the inside out, and flowing onto you. Today, we are probing into Mystery Teachings, Season 1, Episode 1, Consciousness in the Quantum Paradigm. Looks like Steve watched the wrong episode. Wait, you said watch this exact one, the pep, the, the hologram one. Uh, when I sent the link, it w- I was on the first episode up there. Honestly. Well, you, it wrote season one, episode five. <laughs> oh, that's weird. You wrote, watch this exact one. Yeah. And you sent the link and then you wrote season one, episode five. And it was the one you sent was consciousness in our holographic being. Mm. Well, that sucks. That was my, I was on my desktop and I copied, I had the episode I was going to watch later open on the same tab and copied that. But I, don't know why. I had, I had episode five open like days ago or something, but I didn't access that today, which is really good. Yeah, because, yeah, yesterday, yeah, you wrote. Oh, boy. Oh, well. Well, um, I mean, we could talk about we each probably one we could. Yeah, we probably could, because <laughs> there's a lot of crossover, so. <laughs> you want to fix your voice For there? Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, let's turn this on. That's normal again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny because this happened on, uh, it's happened on action boys where mm. Stanger signed on and had watched the wrong movie <laughs> <laughs> and he had seen it like a long time ago, but, uh, mm. they made it work. Yeah. Um, cause this does show the, she does go over the clip that we see in the Billy Carson special. Right. Right. And uh. it's, uh, that's so strange. That's so weird. Um, but, uh. And also these, all these episodes of this show, at least this first season seem to build on one another. Um, so, yeah. uh, so it we'll, might be we'll fine. We'll each cover our own because they were only little yeah. 30 minutes slang. So yeah, that's true. Um, and, and her talking is so circular and just, well, scientists say, but scientists also don't know. But then they also are saying that it's like you use scientists to prove your point again. We won't jump ahead too much, but she just yeah. rambles. She doesn't really say anything. Um, She's uh, at least, I mean, I think over overall, she's a physicist and this is a doctor. And I really, you got, you're fired up Mr. Infograph, but uh, I didn't look up, but we, my wife and I watched this together and both said, where'd she get her doctorate Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the end? Cause she's like, I'm doctor something. And it's like, okay, what do you doctor in? Where'd you get your doctorate from? Yeah, it says she's a physicist. Um, Which I could say I am too. I took physics in high school and my teacher <laughs> loved me. <laughs> but she does say, P- it does say PhD on there. So, well, um, again, but, it, uh, it's where yeah. did you get that from? Ballard. Um, she also has one of those, like, um, I'm not sure where exactly where she's from accents. Yeah. Um, yeah. She could just be a. Uh, a really intelligent person. And that's sometimes just how intelligent, like sometimes really intelligent people or specifically expats, uh, from America that moved to Europe, start to have this weird 
little affect to their voice mm-hmm. where they start talking almost like a German does, you know, even right, though right, they've right. never, they were born in fucking Wyoming or something, you know? So, um, I'm not sure. So I'm on her website. Let's see. Um, about Teresa, here we go. But yeah, she's, uh, she was featured on, um, beyond belief, which was the George Norrie show that we, um, right. Covered we'll two weeks the, ago. Uh, William Carson. Yes. Um, and, uh, wow, man, she has a whole, she has a whole fucking business going on here. This oh yeah. It's pretty, this website looks like a Gaia website in and of itself. Like she I sells mean, products, sure she sells each other and, yeah. like speaking engagements and like stuff like right, that. Right. But, right. Uh, I corner. cannot, I cannot find her qualifications, but, um, excuse that honking sound. My dog Booker is in here <laughs> with one of those hedgehogs. Mm. And, um, uh, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not gas releasing from your sack. Exactly. <laughs> um, she went to the, again, this is weird. Again, she could be, could have been born in Sweden and moved here when she was a kid or something. Right. But she got her, uh, master's and PhD in physics uh, at the university of Washington. Um, also, you know, uh, like W A H. OS. Yeah. Like, well, the S, the S is a, do- yeah, the S is a dollar sign. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she also has a doctorate in philosophy, um, and a minor from the university of Denver, uh, I'm in not computer science deal with those types. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got a minor back in Denver died <laughs> on the way out here. <laughs> got too cold in the back. Yeah. Cross uh, state lines. I'm kind of effed. <laughs> Uh, but her education seems legit also, but it is strange. Like she almost seems like, and I know I'm just cause I'm looking at a very Photoshopped picture of her right now, but like even watching the episode, she seems almost like an artificially, an, an AI generated human, like right. the, with like the way she talks, tattoos, yeah, weird yeah. Way she talks, her face does seem to change like looks yeah. like yeah. from like the angle and then head on right. look, she kind of looks like a different person. Her pixel paradigm. Uh, right shifts <laughs> um but uh yeah it was uh i i i couldn't watch like a bunch of these in a row but just because like i well i feel like she could fit um two or three of these episodes into one of these 35 minute sessions um i i really liked the content because this is getting into like where where I think the world needs to kind of go, which is not being so um, blatantly materialistic and so not like wanting, uh, you know, wanting to buy shit or anything, but like the, the, uh, the paradigm of materialism um, and, and understanding the, the consciousness nature of quantum physics and everything. So, and this is like, this is like why I listen to the Penny Royal stuff because they're talking about, um, they're talking about a lot of, a lot of shit and conspiracy theory kind of stuff, but they go super deep into, uh, the universal like information theory, which is what she talks about in, uh, cause ultimately that's why I wanted to watch the very first episode. Cause I was like, these clearly build on each other. And the first episode is about how does consciousness, how is consciousness a quantum realm thing? Right? Mm-hmm. How is MODOK in there? manipulating right. your consciousness and one of the many kings um you know fighting for whatever so you did did you see that movie quantum not yet 
that's definitely was not one I was going to go to the theater for. Wait, which so, one? The Ant Man you said, right? The Ant Man three, yeah, 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 Quantum Mania, yeah, yeah. Oh, Quantum. Okay, yeah. But uh, uh, which is all in the quantum realm. But um, uh, <laughs> that's one of the. I think that was the movie where they were interviewed and saying like they weren't even sure which movie they were filming, right? Because <laughs> they're just <laughs> on a green screen set for literally like seven yeah, weeks just or something. <laughs> zoning um, out, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, I, I, I find this kind of thing fascinating where it's like, oh, she's, she's not a closed minded scientist and she's not a closed minded new age person who thinks all science is bullshit and only, only spirit can, you know, um, actually answer anything. So, uh, well, she started my, going down a dangerous path in my episode. She does. She does <laughs> too in mine where it's a little like, um, it's 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 she's like 50 50 almost the whole time and it's not as bad as like william henry or anything like that where mm-hmm. she's talking about fucking you know 5g or anything but but i bet you if we went down deep enough in her content she might talk about oh yeah she, for sure <laughs> i wouldn't put it past her but hopefully being a scientist a physicist specifically she would understand that like those waves don't actually do anything to your fucking body but um just the tasty waves right. you know <laughs> out here on the <laughs> west coast out in zuma <laughs> <laughs> did you ever did you ever zoom Zoom's. was a beach right zuma beach yeah, yeah. <laughs> i maybe surfed there once or twice yeah it's like la county it's like south of malibu so it's quite a bit Got north it. yeah i thought, I thought malibu or something yeah so when i would go up that way yeah i'd go even further north um <laughs> just like in the movie with elijah yeah. wood um that is a movie uh, i keep forgetting to suggest to sarah and myself mm. on a like a friday night one like because we'll usually have an action boys movie to watch or whatever but if it doesn't right. seem that great then that's definitely one that I haven't seen in a very, like since the TBS days, I think. So. Mm, okay. Yeah. I remember, yeah, watching it. It was okay back in the day. I don't know. It didn't have enough strong uh, m- memories that I'd say I yeah. would recommend to anyone to go watch. Yeah. <laughs> just just the guy in Hawaii going north or Japan yeah. or one of those yeah. ones. <laughs> one of those fucking country states. Because it's weird. He, they're just like voting to get this kid to like live in their state. Yes. I can't remember why. Yes. And it's a yeah. big deal. And they're videoing. And I think it was um, Hondo Okana from the um, Smuggler's Run ride at Disneyland in the new mm. Star Wars land. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I missed. I, I typoed that because it was my first time there. But I was texting you guys saying like, oh, we're on the Rise of the Resistance ride. <laughs> right. It was our first time in that entire land. And uh but it was actually Smuggler's Run that we did first. The one where you like are either yeah, the yeah, pilot yeah, yeah. or right. the gunner or the engineer. But yeah, um, we were flying the Millennium Falcon and trying to yeah. steal yeah. a little bit of goods. And a very a very borderline racist Japanese alien man uh who apparently is a some dumb fucking character from the Clone Wars or some mm-hmm. shit. So see. If you're, if you're a Clone Wars fan, don't at me, but overrated. Right. Um, don't cancel me either. We watched like we watched like nine episodes, like really trying to get into it, and it was like I was like, I'm. This is too much of Ding a kids show. Went down the the path of watching all of it, and then there's yep. the Bad Batch, and that's on now yeah, yeah. too. So it's just a picture of my nuts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. That's the bad sex. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like he's, he's some smuggler character that is very Japanese esque. And I'm like, God, you guys did not fucking learn from the prequel trilogy that opens up in the Phantom Menace with the fucking Asian, <laughs> the Chinese um, merchants. The, yeah. The merchant, um, guild or whatever the fuck it yeah. was that they're making some alliance with. But, uh, yeah, it talking was about all their junks. Yeah. <laughs> floating around. 
the ride was was actually really cool. Um, and uh, there's even a, a hack for it. So if you do some sequence of buttons, it like unlocks uh, Chewbacca or something goofy. Chewy mode, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because the chick, we went on it twice because the wait was only 15 minutes mm. uh, each time. So we went right back on it, and and they freak tabled us. They were like, okay, you two, uh, you guys are going to be by yourselves. And we're like, oh, okay. Like, we were just hoping to be the pilots because we were the gunners the first time. Uh, okay. Yeah. And gunning is pointless if the pilots don't aim properly at anything. <laughs> so, uh, but we were the pilots. And then we were like, oh, are we going to wait for the other four people? She's like, no, no, it's just going to be you two in this whole ride. I was like, she's like, we're going to activate Chewy mode for you, which. Oh, there you uh, go. So they did. Which it. is, it does the other shit for you decently well as long as you don't fuck up too much as like the pilots or something. So, um, but, uh, but was it howling? Cause there is like a thing where people actually experience like noise and visuals, I believe in a mode when you do a button sequence. Yeah. Because it's like chewy is your co-pilot in it. And so <laughs> he's, uh, he would make noises okay. if we would shoot something down or get one of the fucking, you know, you would shoot one of the right, train, right. you know, things off to take it up and whatever. But, uh, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was cool. I mean, it was, it's pretty, pretty gnarly the first time. Cause you're like, Oh shit, this is like soaring over and California, but kind of, you know, yeah. And the ride early too. Yes. And yeah, that's what we noticed the second time we're like, Oh, we did. Cause we did way better. Like Sarah was left and right. And I was the inverted up and down. And, uh, we did way better and made it to a whole asteroid field sequence. And then another right. sequence that we didn't make it. Cause the fucking two idiots in front of us, uh, who they said it wasn't even their first time. were just literally, like crap, like watching someone that can't play modern video games, just walking into walls right, constantly, right, you right. know, like it was awful. But, uh, and then they sit there and talk shit on you the whole time. Right. Uh, You're not firing enough. You're not so firing enough. Uh, uh, but, uh, and then, yeah, that rise of the resistance ride was really cool. That's very immersive. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. We literally walk in, <laughs> we, we go into star Wars Auschwitz, basically <laughs> get transported like prisoners or well, whatever. You, well, you, and you're then, originally with the rebels, right? And then you, yes, you're taking the transport. Caught. Yeah. And then you get captured. Right. And that, so it's like kind of a line, kind of a wait. And they're like, oh, hey, guys, you're, you're, you know, hurry up, get on the transport, get on the transport. Right. And right. Like the front, you're, you're kind of on like a, a tram almost style because you're all standing, but then it starts flying and you can hold on the poles and stuff. Right. <laughs> so you can look out the front like it's the, the cockpit and you can look at the back and it, you know, is actually working like that and right. everything. And then, yeah, you get captured. So you're riding and then they capture you and then you walk out and that yeah. walkout is like yeah, yeah. insane on like the bridge of the, of the star destroyer or whatever it is. Yeah. Imperial, With whatever it is. Cruiser. Yeah. And shit, you know, yeah, just kind of hanging I was like, out. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you go yeah, to jail, you go to jail <laughs> yeah. and then you get busted out yeah. and then you get on like the bulk of the ride then, which is a transport unit yeah, yeah. and you're trying to escape the, the star destroyer. But, it felt uh, a lot. It felt a lot like um, the Gringotts uh, ride in Harry Potter World in Diagon Alley. So in the part of Harry Potter World that's not in the L.A. Universal right, Studios, Florida, um, where it's like a little more of a roller coastery one. So like, there's like you know, because you know, the, there's the big part in Rise of the Resistance is that big drop where you're like, oh shit, like you you know you shoot down yeah. and it's surprising. Uh, but uh well in, in the ad scene when you're rolling through that yeah, yeah. They're like that was cool to scale life size and you're like yeah. looking up it's like holy shit like uh, yeah but yeah like uh the gringotts ride is more it's a little it's a little crazier in the movement but it's funny that like they 
it's very similar, like the trends and rides that you kind of see and like they're copying mm-hmm. each other a bit, but, uh, uh, the, the theme, the other theme of the rise of the resistance ride was the kind of like, uh, mesh material that rips. So it looks like it's like getting shot from the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the photon fire, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. When they break you out of the, uh, the jail cell, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, that, that land overall though, man, I was like, I was like, like, I get it. Like they're doing space cowboy, dusty canyons kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> my Big favorite porn canyons. star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was just so stark and kind of like, like when you're in a store or in the cantina, uh, we had a couple, you know, very overpriced drinks from the cantina, but they were good. They were really yeah. good drinks. Um, and, uh, did you get the green milk? No, we got the, um, the other drinks that are across from that, which is like basically like raspberry lemonade and something else. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, Sarah saw people drinking the milk and she's like, I want nothing to do. with it. <laughs> Yeah. It's not very good. Yeah. She also forgot to bring her, um, lactic enzyme pills, mm. uh, which, which she lovingly calls lactard. Right. Um, which you might to, a little heads up. You might be able to buy that. I, I went to the, one of the stores and they cracked open this whole like secret area of medicine. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause I know yeah, one of the like, main street stores this, had this, that this, stuff. This. I was like, Hey, do you guys have Tylenol? And they just yeah. gave me one. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like a whole under cabinet of shit. Yeah. Turned out the guy didn't even work there. <laughs> just yeah. walking around, <laughs> handing out pills. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he jammed his phone into my shorts. But <laughs> <laughs> come on, take it. You'll need it yeah. later. You'll need it next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the land overall, like, there is nothing going on. It's just the fucking guests. Like, like, literally, we saw, because uh, we went back later in the day, because we did, like, reservations at the cantina. Mm-hmm. And... um there's there was a couple stormtroopers walking around like fake interviewing well, see, I people think i was gonna say the the good and bad is when you went is because it was dead so you got to do things like the cantina but when it's like a normal day yeah they have like shows with like oh, okay. uh like the stormtroopers running out and there's like that um newer at at looking kind of area next to the millennium falcon yes. they have like yeah, yeah they run out of there and they're doing stuff oh okay. r2d2 running around oh yeah so yeah it, it was not like like we went there in the morning and at night when it was yeah. when it was busier and there was still nothing going on so that was yeah. at least that's cool because it means we'll go back and see next time Different, if that yeah. happens yeah but, la- when uh, we were there we went on a saturday and yeah like kylo ren was like Going up to all the little kids dressed as Jedi. Right, and right. Like well, yeah, and I saw, I saw all the stuff. fucking videos mm-hmm. of like, you know, Ray or my cousin playing yeah, Ray, yeah. you know, going up to people or whatever and double fucking. Hello, governor. We must get out of here. <laughs> no. Tone down the accent. Tone it's Tuesday, yeah. isn't it? I, I was the queen at medieval times. A castle <laughs> far away from here, but not that far. Check it out. <laughs> now you're Australian. <laughs> I check it out, mate. Bonds are shit. Fade income. Uh, uh, <laughs> is your cousin still working there? I don't know. I was I was like literally wondering. I was like, oh, are we going to see her when we're here? But uh, we didn't see almost anyone. But the stormtroopers. Um, also, it's weird that like they have pre-canned voice clips that come from their <laughs> helmet as opposed to just letting them talk with a walkie-talkie style voice thing. You know, like because <laughs> um, it was just like like because then this little kid that they were like you know inter- interrogating was like oh like she asked them something and uh and they were just like move along like that was it was just kind of like whatever but um yeah it was just kind of uh it was it was cool but like it had this weird like 
I still have to say like the it didn't have the same effect, which Disneyland usually does. Usually Disneyland usually has over and it overall it still does because it's running fucking what nine lands or whatever now. But right. The immersion factor uh so far to me can't be beat by the um the Harry Potter in f- world in Florida and the Diana. Because mm. like you walk it was like July and we walked into Hogsmeade Village and it's like looks like and there's snow and it's like your brain wants yeah. to feel cold and all this shit. But um uh it ba- basically Star Wars land looked like Cars Land without the fun stuff in it <laughs> in <laughs> California Adventure. It's like, oh, it's another big canyon wall, you know. But because right. I because I was hoping I was like it would be rad if it was okay, like looks it looks, you know, desert planet's gonna look kind of stark, but have like a fucking two dudes bust out of like one of the doors like they're in a bar fight or then they get they have like a, a laser gun duel or something like that right, I don't right. know. but um oh in the chat oh. here steve buscemi is hot says everyone says anakin is really good in clone wars but i don't know if i could ever <laughs> <laughs> um also agree steve buscemi is hot he has his own yeah. unique wait is that their name charm. is steve buscemi or they were oh no i just said that i just wanted to say yeah, steve buscemi's yeah, yeah. hot yeah, and then yeah. everyone says, <laughs> "Well, I thought yeah, maybe their... Anakin was he did the voice or something. <laughs> like, wait, what's happening?" <laughs> oh, Steve Buscemi's hot, but everyone yeah, in the club. I don't know if yeah. I could no, this is <laughs> this is their uh, uh, Twitch handle. handle. But um, uh, we don't know if it's a her. Could be, Bears. could be a him. Could yeah. be they them. I don't know. They fizzle. Um, let's uh, let's start the show. <laughs> uh, you oh, can support the show. Yeah, <laughs> you can support the show over at Patreon.com/slash/ProbingAngelians for two exclusive podcasts every month for only five, the five dollar tier or higher. We have Adventurous Ghosts, our Ghost Adventures podcast, on uh, our Patreon, and we have Probing Deeper, uh, where we uh, covered recently uh, The Last of Us, HBO's The Last of Us, um, and uh, Steve was coming in as uh a television only viewer and i was coming in as a a longtime player and lover of the game but um oh hello turbyville welcome to the stream uh that's chris turbyville voice actor extraordinaire yeah great he popped in but he has to go put the kiddo to bed so thank you for you joining um uh he says also steve looks like donnie bonnet look him up <laughs> okay <laughs> all right hmm uh, hyper AIDS infected gay porn right. star <laughs> yeah. dies Losing. of cum overdose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I've seen this guy. Donnie, how do you spell? Can I, can I put? Uh, <laughs> he said exactly loads of AIDS. D o n n y b n e t. D o n n y b o b e n e t. Benet, like a French kind of Benet. He has a peak. Uh, oh, my uh, brother saw this guy play on Saturday. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. What kind of music is he? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what um, kind of music is he? <laughs> yeah. uh, he's an Australian recording artist, hmm. notable for his anachronist. Wait, anachronistic. 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 Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, it's like his like character based kind of shit, mm. like dressing up in a, like in a costume. Yeah. Uh, Chris says funk eighties vibe. There you One go. of his songs. Oh, he says gay porn soundtrack stuff. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. One of his songs is called Konichiwa. Another is called Negroni summer. There you go. <laughs> Another is called. That's kind of like a chai tea morning or chai, yeah, yeah. Chai tea morning from <laughs> Dragon Boy Suede. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll have to listen to him. Uh, yeah. 
But yeah, um, my brother went to that concert Saturday. So. <laughs> that's, that's fucking crazy. Synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Um, I should put it here in my notes here, but also we're going to promote our other new show on a completely different podcast feed. Uh, no Guts, No Glory, our Berserk podcast. Berserk, the uh, God, four, almost four decades right now. Three, yeah, three and a half decades running. Um, 80s, right? It was like, yeah, the first, the, the premiere was 1988. But then, like the the regular run in um, in the the manga publisher uh, Young Animal, uh, which is where it always was published, uh, started in like 1990 proper for like like the uh, the the regular run of the series. So because it's always like it was almost like a pilot for comics. Like there was right. a pilot put out in like '88, and then in kind of like Ninja proper. Turtles, right? Yes, exactly. Um, but well, when uh, you yeah, search we, Berserk on iTunes, we were the second result. Yeah, and uh, yeah, No Guts, No Glory, The Berserk Podcast. Um, there's a kind of a placeholder uh, logo for it now in just black and white, but we're going to have the fully colored version pretty soon here. But uh, yeah, that's uh, covering in publication order every chapter, or sorry, every volume and every chapter of the Berserk manga, um, which are now easily... Uh, accessible. more easily accessible and cheaper, like better value because you can buy those Berserk Deluxe Editions and they look great. Which are like a trade shelf, paperback right behind kind of me deal. on the shelf in the red. That's them. So yeah, it's a hardcover <laughs> trade paperback, even though, so it's a, a trade hardback. Right. <laughs> which usually isn't a thing, but there's uh, a trade bareback out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Probing Gaia will be every two weeks and the other two weeks uh, on the other podcast feed will be, um, no guts, no glory. But we stream No Guts, No Glory's recordings on this same twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens channel. So see. Um, but uh yeah, it'll be uh it'll be fun to see how that show goes. Uh we did a really great job, if I do say so ourselves. The uh the first episode was really solid. Um our little um twink friend Ryan is on the show. Uh, a little bit of a uh a zoomer vibe i guess no he's like <laughs> he doesn't like scream zen as a uh, uh, gen z or anything but he is 27 i believe so mm. um and uh almost uh, exclusively dates asian women that aren't citizens too so right there you uh, go he'll be on that show <laughs> i like to watch yeah. <laughs> i told him that um the perfect like because you know there's been like there's like issues sometimes with like the culture difference or you know, they're like, so there's just weird issues sometimes because they're not citizens. <laughs> they're like here for school or here for this career or whatever. Here. <laughs> and I was like, now the perfect, the best of both worlds is you go wait at <laughs> the graduation ceremonies when they award citizenship to right. these women and men too, but these women, because then you still have the old world culture and especially to him, the accent is what he really likes to. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but then you got none of the other problems, not the citizenship problems. They can work here. They can, you can get married without them getting married just for citizenship. Anymore. Right. Right. But, but he likes that. That's his thing too. <laughs> knowing he's being used. <laughs> the thrill of the race. <laughs> so the thrill of the chase. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, check out uh, no guts, no glory. Uh, give it some five star reviews as well. Get us get us started. Uh, even, even if you don't of, listen, just be yeah. a fan of 
that's how you do it productions and yeah, it's a whole suite <laughs> of content that's yes. produced um whole suite that's a third podcast we're doing pretty yeah. soon here we just got to get some time and supplies together <laughs> yes weren't, weren't we gonna make whole merchandise wasn't yes. that something we yeah. talked about and i can't remember what it was for now <laughs> we're just gonna make holes <laughs> yeah we were just talking about that last time we were like you're gonna sell like holes like a fleshy hole right. basically right. in the right or just yeah. wood cut out yeah, in various yeah. forms <laughs> and i can't remember what that was for uh, uh well you said you're gonna you said you were going to sell it at um the at the shop too in the physical. Oh, why was I going to do that? I like don't key know. Keychains, you'd like give away key yeah. like the because it'd be like the Black Hole Supply Company. Uh, it's logo. wholesome content, but I feel yeah. like it was a dumb pun. And like, well, we'll just yeah. sell holes. <laughs> trying to remember podcast jokes from two hour podcasts is right. yeah. impossible. So yeah. we leave. Yeah, that maybe it was on a page to the fans for <laughs> making that. Um, but uh, yeah, speaking of Black Hole Supply Company head over to Black Hole Supply Company Make sure and spell out every word, including company for probing ancient aliens merchandise disc golf discs and disc golf apparel and now at that aforementioned physical location inside cape and cow collectibles at 9525 garfield avenue like the cat suite c2 like the cat is not part of the street name right it's just garfield Avenue. it should be they lobbied for it but it right. missed the vote you know four <laughs> to five parentheses like the cat right. uh, <laughs> uh 9525 garfield avenue suite c2 in fountain valley California, just to hop, skip, and a jump away from the aforementioned Disneyland, where you can uh, mm-hmm. find Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's Run. And <laughs> is and it just Matterhorn. called? Is it just called Star Wars Land? Like, what is it called? Uh, I think everyone calls it that, but it's ca- no, it's called um, Galaxy's Edge. Fuck, right? Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, God. There, like it's something but like, else. But there's like no sign. I guess there's no sign that says like Fantasyland, but or whatever. But it like it doesn't. I don't think it said Galaxy's Land. Any Galaxy's Edge anywhere yeah. But, um, yeah inside i, I it's not like yeah you're at the trading post of whatever because right yeah the way it's set up yeah you have like the empire kind of section then you kind yeah. of drift over to millennium falcon then you have the whole bazaar right and then you have the walk and then the the bride uh rise of the resistance yeah. and then you walk through and see all the like life-size ships kind of hanging out and stuff like yes that. by, o- yeah, over by smugglers like, yes nutch there was a uh, a lady that I wanted to shove off a cliff because mm-hmm. she was like so. She was one of those like kind of like the pin collectors, which also I wanted to kill a whole group of them in, in line in front of us because um, it oh, was yeah. like it was like full Ibizu market level conversations about these pins right. for the entire seventeen minutes we were in the line. Well, this staff they'll walk out about three forty three and they all yep. get coffee breaks and usually they'll have a pin and then they have to give it to you and so if you uh, assault them and follow them online, you'll be able to know where they live and can just break yep. into their house and live inside of their skin. What? It was it was the uh, it was like oh and then this one no 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 I'm not I'm not giving that one up I like this one too much because he like spent seven minutes going through where he got this one and where he got yeah. that one and oh man this is the one like I'm like oh my fucking god like get me out of here but uh, thankfully we didn't get to, we got freak tabled on that second round through smugglers run so right. we didn't have to be out there crew there was him. there was four of them and we were like oh god we're gonna be on these assholes crew but uh <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um there was one more thing too i was gonna say about uh the galaxy's edge thing and now galaxy's edging yeah i can't remember um oh well it'll come 
to me. See, sí. um, well, we have a little segment called "Reaching for the Stars," where we ask you little prolapstronauts out there to give us a five star rating and review us in the comments of that five star rating on your favorite podcast service of choice. Uh, po- uh, podcast, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify <laughs> primarily always help us the most. But um, uh, and we'll read it on the air and give you a shout out. Like I think no one, unless you have one. No, that's always double checking. Nothing on Castbox either. Yes, no reviews this week. What a shame. Um, but uh, yeah, give us those five star ratings. You don't even have to do the comments, but give us give us the five star ratings, and uh, that really helps us get found in searches and algorithms and put on charts and all that fun stuff. But um, see, we uh we got onto we moved up in the charts of all podcasts on Apple Podcasts globally. We're sitting at around the 5,300 mark. So in oh, terms okay. of reach. <laughs> but of, uh, like where we're ranked of yes. from number one being Probably whatever. Fucking Joe Rogan or something like well, that. Well, he's not you on know. there anymore. Yeah, but, true. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so an example yeah, guess, like that being one. Yeah, I guess I guess like Mark Marin or something. Or yeah, Mark Marin or Serial or whatever true shit. Serial, yeah. Yeah. True crimes. Uh, yeah. Red letter media. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's uh, not bad for the probably. Yeah many hundreds of thousands i I guess around i mean like like i was looking at podcast networks today like to be like oh because we have this very specific you know uh anime manga show coming up uh if there's like an anime or nerd centric one then that i just i couldn't think of it off my head so i was just doing a little research but i looked at like podcast one which is like not that we would put it on adam carolla's (laughs) fucking network but he has 200 podcasts alone on podcast one, which is fucking crazy. Right. But, right. Um, well, yeah. Earwolf had a shit ton at one yeah. point. Uh, yeah. I looked at like headgum earwolf. Not that, again, not that we put them on there, but just kind of getting a gauge for like how right. many podcasts how many were on exists. there. Yeah. That's yeah. how you do in productions or that's how you do it. We're at four. Something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 We got probing. I mean, yeah. Counting the Patreon ones too, I guess, but well, yeah, we've got three in line two Patreon. So five total. Yeah some old closet knowledges exactly and everything. But, um, uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a few, uh, oddly enough, there's no like purely anime themed, um, podcast network. There's anime Ooh. news network, which was, uh, it's a long running website. I forgot about that website. Uh, and they do their own podcast, but it's not their podcast network. So, mm. um, but also so, a lot of podcast yeah. networks are just, two people that have two pockets. They go, Hey, let's make a website right. that says we're a network and they're not, you know? So <laughs> Joey, uh, shut up. That's just what we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two fucking idiots. Yeah. Right. Well, this, that's how you do in productions is, <laughs> is the network. Yeah. Um, and we come to us. us. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I was going to say just while it's a top of mind, not as relevant to everyone on the call here today. Um, <laughs> we call. should <laughs> <laughs> like we're on the zoom yeah, zoom yeah, chat yeah. or something <laughs> um we should see definitely when anime expos in town but oh, just yeah. where other anime x or like cons mm, are and do mm. geo-targeted posts at the time the conventions ah. are happening to promote the new yeah yeah that's a good call um there might even be one we could do a cheap booth at or something too if we had enough um well yeah that's like some shirts and shit or whatever but that's yeah yeah later i mean yeah just from the the poaching of the when you know there's going to be hardcore collective group of people exactly um, yeah yeah. target them digitally yes yeah i uh i sent um uh, i ordered joshi the um the first two volumes as like payment for the logo thing but he has not responded but uh hopefully he'll be I think he's in his final soon. 
death throes of the kitchen remodel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> and then they're going to move, apparently. But, right. Well, um, but, inside uh, baseball. Inside baseball. Yeah. Back to, back to program. <laughs> Prolapse, leather tubes. Yeah. I will say I did try and listen to that dumb skull cast. So, oh. a, <laughs> yeah, I'm curious I, to what you thought. <laughs> well, I try not to listen to competition too much because I don't want to be told yeah, I'm like stealing sure. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It just it wasn't that good. No. Like it was just maybe I came in late or something. Yeah. I don't know, but it was no, just you're not rambling you're not being and harsh. Like, we're talking about the art, and they were doing the shading on the panel, and then yeah. we because they went to Japan and they're like yeah. come out, they're crying because they're never gonna see it again. I'm like, why don't you just go to Japan again? And you're like, right. this is yeah. your one and done. And it was just like hard to follow. I don't, it just wasn't, yes. I'm like, how is this? Well, it makes sense. No offense to them, but they've been on for 10 years and they yes. have 50 reviews that shows yes. you how many people are listening. That is the first thing. Yeah. That's what I was saying to you first. I was like, oh, they have 56 reviews and they have 300 and some episodes. Well, yeah. They claim they started in 2012. Yeah. So, so. And they and 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 one, at least one of them is one of the like old school admins of the skull night.net forums, which even mm-hmm. I remember going to back in the day for like, you know, uh, you know, just fucking nerding out on berserk shit back when I was like into the manga or even when the season, the 2016 seasons came out, uh, going back in and being like, Oh, like seeing if I could buy them all for cheap, like buy a bunch. Cause you know, the deluxe editions were out just shit like that. I never did. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's not being shitty, but it's just like, and who knows, maybe the, maybe that when they find out this is out or see it, they'll listen to us talking about this, but well, that's what I'm saying. I don't uh, think they're going to jump over to probing this episode right. specifically. Yeah. So I'm yeah. a little more open talking shit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That. Duh. yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, not like we are, obviously we are not professionals. Obviously we can ramble, but I, I, part of why we even had the audacity to start a podcast was because many other people throughout our friendship and times and conversations together said the phrase, you guys should do a radio show together or a podcast together. Uh, and just were, you know, we were just entertaining like to people right, we would just right, shoot right. the shit, you We're know, just, yeah, talk, talk to each other and be entertaining or engage yeah. them. Right. And all that exactly. Stuff, yeah. So. Yeah. And, uh, you know, while they were bored with their boring boyfriends and shit like that. And then we just went home and jerked each other off because we were all flirted up, you know, but, uh, right. yeah, those boyfriends, yeah, we, we did stuff to them too. Yeah. There was, there was the one time that one girl at bootleggers got really bummed out when we were, <laughs> we made an abortion reference or something. That was someone's the, girlfriend, the old yeah. train tracks bootleggers. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, God. yeah. <laughs> What's up, Blart? Uh, Blart 11 is here. Uh, welcome. Um, but uh, anyway, we have a segment here. Oh, sorry, we do have news. There's a little bit of news. Um, uh, inside baseball news. So the PS5, it turns out, has a much more open source, open format disc player which i never use because i am digital only for games right right so but for the first time when i was cleaning up the old podcast table in here i found that that ghost adventures original documentary dvd that oh. one of our one of our lovely fans sent yeah, us yeah, a long, yeah, like yeah. two years ago or something we bought a dvd player to watch the guy yes. stuff which that barely worked and then the yes. thing this person sent us we could <laughs> never get it to work yep and it didn't work on the ps4 pro uh hmm. either so it just would not read the disc and so ps5 fucking started right up we watched it last night 
uh and um uh if you have a if you have a blu-ray player or something then obviously you can borrow it too but uh uh, shit it, maybe my <laughs> xbox three not 360 xbox one but i'm not even sure where yeah, that you is should be able, yeah you would you would think it's just it's just a fucking dvd but um uh anyway we watched that last night and uh it was it was interesting it was it was like both over edited and under edited like there was way too, it was you know the pacing was not good overall and it was the biggest fucking weird thing was seeing zach not in a black shirt mm. <laughs> he was in just like a fucking was this again this was like their first official filmed oh, so like a set of ghost pre- hunts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was like 2004, 2005 when they filmed it. And uh, uh, they went to Virginia City and the Goldfield Hotel. So there's like three locations and, uh, and, the, and the Vulture Mine. Right. Um, all that they've, they've all gone. They've gone back to all those locations multiple. since multiple times. Like the last season or two of Ghost Adventures, it was like our final return to Virginia City or whatever. But um, right. Uh, but that's where he's like in in the bathtub of a supposed sex worker suicide where she slit her wrists in there. And he like literally <laughs> the right. first thing he does is sit in the bathtub and go, oh, did you kill yourself in there? And he's slitting his wrist and like making it like the blood spattering everywhere and like making fun of her and everything. But uh, it also feels very much like the early season ghosted, like the first two seasons yeah. that we covered, you know, but um, uh, clearly he had some editing and production help from the travel channel but uh it was a fun watch there's there's uh it's it's the documentary with the infamous clip of the brick being thrown like the the fucking ghost brick being thrown Mm. across the room and if you've seen i know you've seen it because they've shown it on episodes we've covered um right but it's like yeah yeah yeah. that was one of the first ones i was like whoa if this isn't fake that's crazy and and then there is a a gnarly shadow figure of which they almost never get a better one the entire series, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, a pretty gnarly shadow, a, a classic like peekaboo shadow figure that's peeking around mm-hmm. a corner at the end of a hallway, and then they move closer and it kind of hands go up and it goes behind. But yep. um, uh, but it, but it was like an hour and forty minutes. It was a little long, but um, okay. you do you do get to see Aaron Goodwin with hair. Uh, well, he has a beard all the time, but with hair. <laughs> okay. And a little bit heroin. more chunked up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's funny because heroin. Looks, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said the same thing last night, but uh, he looks oddly enough a lot like Thick Nick with oh, his hair. Okay. Too. <laughs> well, maybe that that's the, your their couple's costume right there. Is yeah, there he you go. puts on a bald cap, <laughs> becomes him, and then your sister becomes Zach. Maybe well, maybe it's like all four of you, like your Zach Bagans. Right, right. She who would uh, what's her face uh. I was going to oh, say you, Caitlin, but you could, be on it. You, you could be on it because you look like a Jay Wasley, like like Jay Wasley's right. brother, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> especially as he, he lets his hair down. And so I was going to say, I'll put the here. mohawk on. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silly Tully. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> but, um, anyways, anyways, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the uh, that's uh, uh, that's just like minor news. But then more news having to do with Zach Bagans from ghost adventures. Um, not, not a ton in like the UFO <laughs> paranormal world or anything right. or whatever right now, but, uh, um, Dakota Layton of destination fear, who again, got his start as a winning a contest to be a cameraman for like a season on ghost adventures. Uh, and then Zach helped produce destination fear initially with the travel channel. Uh, there was all that drama where a bunch of shows got canceled. A bunch of paranormal shows got canceled from discovery plus and travel. And half of them are saying, uh, guys, this is just 
the Warner Brothers merger and a lot of shit's getting cold. So it's nothing. It's yeah. not Zach Bagan saying fucking fire these guys or whatever. Um, but uh, but Dakota Layton and his Destination Fear folks, big announcement is they're going to YouTube to do their own project, feel, like their own show, you know, and then it's a Kickstarter, you know, but so. the uh, he supposedly canceling... still has his video. He has his video supposedly still coming out where he does. He, he says, I will answer any questions that you ask in this Twitter thread. As right. well as Nick Groff did the same fucking copycat shit after Dakota did it. It's mm-hmm. like any question you have about my entire career, or anything like, you know, he, and he literally is like, you know what I mean? And like, it's like, right, I'll right. answer honestly. And that still isn't out either, but yeah, um, yeah it seems like, again, I mean, not that Zach Bagans is the best person in the world, but again, he's famous and the one, and it seems like everyone just wants to hate him. Um, again, not that, Again, he's a great person to defend, but it's like, okay, some people I think are stretching and then using that to yes. gain their own celebrity, which then yes. kind of becomes weird in itself. It's like you're using, uh, <laughs> yeah, are you goatee handy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, just, yeah, it's weird to be like, yeah, let's, we all hate this guy. And like, then you're using that as your fame stepping exactly. stone. Like, exactly. just, yeah. just go out and be yourself and do your thing. And it's yeah. like, I don't know that guy. He, he's at a point you're not going to get to, or if you do, you, you'll be happier there too. Like he clearly he doesn't what give he a is. shit either yeah. because uh, he's so big. It's like, what are these guys? Yeah. Cause last Sarah, time you're like, Sarah, Oh, he Sarah might be getting a... canceled. And I'm like, how? And like, nobody, I don't think anyone outside of the hardcore world you're speaking of knows even what's happening. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, they just know, Oh, one of these other shows is getting canceled that I kind of like. And, right. and, uh, cause ghost adventures is the stepping stone show to all of these other ghost shows on right. travel channel and discovery. But, uh, no, she, my, my wife, uh, showed me a post that he made Zach Bagans made cause he hasn't commented on any of this shit. He's just, he's right. doing the typical, like, Oh, like, you know, me and the crew are on location shooting and doing yeah, something yeah, dumb yeah. or making yeah, fun of yeah, Aaron or whatever. Too, so. And, uh, but he just posted like the top five shows on all of discovery and travel channel. Mm. And it's all just five ghost adventures episodes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that is totally his little, I think, fuck you kind of thing. Right, where he's right, just right, like, right. Hey, well, he, know, he's the Don Draper, right. the classic meme yeah. where the guy's like, Oh, I feel bad for you. And he looks <laughs> yeah. at him. He's like, I don't even think of you. I don't even think about <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking little artist guy. Right. Right. Uh, right. Um, but I but have anyway. been listening to haunted pod or haunted objects podcasts and joined. Oh, nice. yeah. They were talking about how the Dibbit box and they were on Nick Groff's show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then Zach Bagan got mad at them for having a Dibbit box, even though yes. they weren't trying to claim that it was the same one yeah. or anything like that. So. And, and yet on that episode, they had pretty irrefutable, um, yeah, they're talking about how it's like pretty <laughs> crazy what was happening. The guy that uh, initially sold it on eBay admitted to making it all up and writing a. He was a writer Zach's and wrote a story about it. Or whatever. Yes, yeah. yeah, and so, uh, but then, but then Zach will just go into the very loose nature of paranormal theories, which is, well, if it wasn't haunted before, now that I've had millions of people thinking it's haunted, it's haunted now. Like it's, a, right, right. he's just like, now it's evil, even if it wasn't a real evil demon before, you know, whatever. Yeah. Cause he's like, I can measure it on my machines and shit like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> but, uh, we have a segment here and Steve Buscemi's hot gets to ask, there you go. how you doing, Steve? How you doing, Joey? How you doing, Steve? Doing okay. Um, Excuse sorry. me. If if on video you see me disappearing, I'm in the cat room, so they're always constantly going in and out as I try mm. to keep the door closed for sound. No worries. <laughs> um, but yeah, doing okay. It was a, a nice little warm weekend. Stayed in, stayed uh, local. Didn't get too wild here. 
Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, got more discs in and been trying to hawk them at the shop and online. Uh, Can you keep any of the hexes in there? So that's going to, we'll be, be able to hot oh. those things. Oh, nice. Um, Some black hole supply discs. That one, I'll do the grip lock. And then if nice. people want to probing, we can, I, it, you have to get the line art for it though. Right, right. I was going to say, you could just spoof <laughs> the stupid Huck Lab stuff with like Fuck Lab or Suck Lab. Right, or right, right. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a big, yeah. big watch, huge watch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, yeah, we, what the hell am I trying to talk about? Oh, um, what's it called? My wife has uh, started watching a new show, which is basically Bizarro ancient aliens it's oh. called strangest things which sounds just like a dad mispronouncing stranger thing <laughs> wow. and it's got like a bizarro <laughs> childress it's got a bizarro souks oh, no. <laughs> and like all this stuff what they do is they actually just look at these objects and things mm-hmm. but kind of get the real science behind it and some of them they're like oh. we still don't know why or what mm. so it's like so that's why it's bizarro because they aren't just like oh it's aliens they're like well people got were it. developing this and actually all this research is showing they're you trying know, some to other things understand the to legitimate facts behind things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. So, what's it on? Uh, I think Discovery, or it's on Discovery okay. Plus, I believe. Got it. Okay. Um, but yeah, just uh, hanging out, getting getting ready for summer. We got another rain here, so softball's going to be canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's canceled. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're canceled. <laughs> yeah, get get back out on the old disc golf course here. We got Wolf going. Uh, get some new people into the crew, which I was going to yeah, say, yeah, we could, we could actually do an after, after work sessions. Yeah. Not, yeah, that, yeah, not that I'm maybe. working right now, but yeah, have right, some, right, uh, right. those maybe couple hours of sunlight. Yeah, exactly. Um, um but yeah, not, nothing too wild and crazy. Um, how are you, Joel? I'm good. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing major. My biggest update was going to be the, the, uh, ghost adventures doc thing. But, um, uh, speaking of that weather, man, I had to. I had to bake some dough early uh, because just because of the very slight change in temperature, humidity, and barometric pressure, my sourdough starter, the same amount that I would put in my dough, and it would take about six, seven hours before it was even risen 20% to throw in the fridge for a few days. Uh, Fucker would not stop rising in the fridge. I probably could have left it out and had it doubled in size, ready to bake in like five hours. And I was like, and in the fridge, usually like time stops and it just like cold ferments and develops flavor. And I I look in the fridge the next fucking day and it's like another 40%. And then the next day it's like more than doubled. I'm like, fuck. So anyway, got to go down to like 5% starter now instead of like 20%. Mm. So, but it's like all the fucking dumb, you know, blogs and things that I've taught myself and books like that. I was teaching myself how to do dough. Uh, and sourdough and everything all say the weather like it's like the first thing the weather will drastically affect the timing that i mention in this and i'm always like sure drastic's a few hours here it's like no it's like 10 to 12 hours in the winter versus like four hours in the spring or summer right so good good learning experience but uh and a, you know a fun problem to have i just made bread uh that we've been eating for sandwiches and shit but um but um yeah i'm still on the uh the job hunt, the J-O-B-C-U-N-T, you know, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, nothing much. Uh, I made, oh, I made a coal cannon, uh, which I didn't know existed for St. Patrick's day because 
my in-laws who are not Irish wanted to do something for St. Patrick's Day. So I made Colcannon, which is mashed potatoes with bacon, onions fried in the bacon fat, cabbage fried in the bacon fat, and you throw them in the mashed potatoes. It was really good. So nothing like, basically it's like mashed potatoes with cabbage and some like fried onions in there. But uh, it was really good. Um, no, it's not, it's not. And then New York steaks and wedge salads <laughs> with bacon as well, because my father-in-law does not like uh, corned beef and cow. Uh, right, corn beef right, and right, right. But uh, also corned beef, American Irish thing, not an authentico Irish thing. Apparently in Ireland, it's all about pigs. They're pork people. They eat bacon right, on right, right. St. Patrick's Day and shit. So um, Charlie Smith, you can correct us if we're wrong even though you are British. Um, <laughs> and uh, and oddly enough, we didn't even uh, try to do this or weren't even really aware that we were watching it on St. Patrick's Day, but HBO Max has that Colin Farrell and uh, Mad-Eye Moody movie called uh, The mm. Banshees of Inishirin, um, which was which was actually really good. Very heavy movie, surprisingly heavy movie, but uh, it was good. Um, yeah. And it was about people on this island off the coast of Ireland. And... Uh, the Irish, like the start of the Irish Civil War and all this shit. So. Mm, okay. Um, but um, yeah, other than that, uh, nothing very interesting. Too real. <laughs> oh, holy shit. All right. Keep going. I'm going to vamp here. <laughs> there was a scream. <laughs> I'm hoping everything is okay with Steve's wife, who is the only other person that lives in their house other than cats. Um, but uh yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get right into it here because there's no segments left uh, anymore. But um, I watched the uh, Teresa Doctor Teresa Ballard's season one episode one of um, Mystery Teachings, and again, she is a physicist, but also into the ancient mystery schools and hermeticism and all that fun stuff. But uh, uh, this first episode is talking about how quantum theory and quantum realm is connected uh oh. everything okay yeah, yeah yeah we're all good okay <laughs> no injury or just, anything no 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 just okay. cats running around and then got it stumbling so yeah. got it <laughs> <laughs> thought it might have been a spaghetti situation exactly <laughs> <A spook. laughs> um yeah I, I just started talking about the episode so oh um, yeah 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 uh but yeah the one i watched was the series opener and it's it's really this uh, gal, Dr. Teresa Bullard, talking about how does consciousness and quantum theory connect to each other? Because we hear right. that now. It's kind of a almost a cliche at this point um, if you if you follow science at all. But um, the world of science and what was thought to be spirituality, but which also I like that like consciousness is kind of becoming the acceptable term for science to talk about what used to be called spirit right so right right um which is nice because then it's not it's not uh keeping anything dogmatically out of the conversation right so yeah, yeah. um uh she talks she starts off talking about uh how we've always been on the newtonian paradigm everything's linear everything's logical everything's like clockwork and everything's very separate that the newtonian paradigm encourages separation and she, but and then there's a little like she's like and we've all seen what that's where I was like at the beginning I was like ooh this is gonna be very opinionated and I kind of just wanted you know factoids but uh, she starts showing like shanty towns and like mm. <laughs> like terrorist acts and things and it's like you know kind of claiming that like the Newtonian paradigm makes people think of like 
classism and racism and like things like that. Right, but, right, uh, right. <laughs> uh, she says quantum theory is okay. the most successful and complete paradigm that we have in terms of like a scientific theory um, because it contains the unified field theory of how everything works, even if we don't mm-hmm. know all like in detail how everything works it at least allows for the framework whereas when you go into newtonian the newtonian paradigm which einstein followed that's where he hit even einstein hit a point which she talks about later where she saw he thought a lot of the quantum stuff was kind of bullshit because uh to him nothing could go faster than the speed of light but in quantum mechanics information can travel faster than light right Right, right, so there's other things um, and stuff and he thought that was that's that's the spooky action at a distance that he uh right uh coined famously but um some coin um she the 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 uh organization of this episode i was like oh cool she's gonna go through these four major principles of quantum theory she goes through one and then like one is like on the screen has a definition and she like she has them all on the screen she goes and i think the best way is to go through them one by one and she starts off with complement complementarity mm-hmm. <laughs> um or complementality i think i might have typed that wrong but either way uh and then there's three other ones and then she i think she mentions them but she doesn't call them out specifically so forgive me if anyone's a quantum <laughs> physicist listening to our show <laughs> and uh, i mess it up but uh uh but i mean i, I liked this episode because it was cool it gave me these kind of like baseline like i knew most of this stuff but like she went deeper into each of these and explained the whys and everything. Yeah. So, and it's just fun. Like science and what could be called philosophy mixing together is really fascinating to me. Like that's why I listen to Penny Royal and stuff. But, um, uh, but anyway, she talks about how complementality, complementarity or tality is like the uncertainty principle. It's impossible to precisely measure two observables that are tied together as a complementary pair. So she's like, if you're standing still, then you can't actually know the possible path that you might take when you start moving again, because you have almost infinite possibilities of that. And then vice versa. If you're on one of those paths actively moving and you have momentum, you can never actually pinpoint the exact position because you are moving. Right. So, um, time versus energy is kind of the same thing. Uh, and then she goes into like the observer effect where, you know, Oh, oh, this is like a big chunk of it where, because it is kind of the the most smoking gun thing that the universe is has a relationship with us and our consciousness and therefore how could it itself not be conscious in that case so like because you, you if you observe light or are now matter that they've like actually recently you know confirmed this but uh matter also can be both a wave and a particle just like light can mm-hmm. because it depends on the observation equipment that you have for it. And so, uh, because they, you know, the, the, the observer effect, you know, famous experiment was they put light through these two little slits basically. And each were being measured by two different types of devices, one to, 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 to see if it was a wave and one was a particle and each device measured what it wanted to measure, which was a particle and a wave, but it was the same light source coming out. So, um, which is really interesting, but, um, uh, so saying that, what we are observing about it determines how it appears as an object. Right. And therefore she goes into like, well then, then nothing really is nothing really exists until it's observed. Right. It's like raw information in the woods. 
That's right. like, I believe, Descartes' theory or philosophical belief. Or, oh, you no, mean Descartes? Descartes, <laughs> um, with the ball of wax, right? Like, yes, it the wax is still the wax, but sometimes it's a puddle, sometimes mm-hmm. it's uh, a full on actual, you know, sphere or whatever. You know, it's taking these different shapes, even though it's still the same right. candle wax. And yeah, candle. the information so is, it, is saying this is wax, right? But it takes right. all these well, different forms. Are we right? morphing around it? Is it morphing around us? You know, how do you prove all those things? Yeah. And what they didn't and want to tell you it. in school is that that was it was always semen and not wax. Exactly. You know, yeah. but they just, you know, only, only kid, in the winter could it take shape. They think kids can't handle that kind of shit, yeah. but well, they legally uh, can't handle it. They, <laughs> Now, kids, today we're going to learn about Descartes, okay? okay. Uh, <laughs> get out, no, no, get take those gloves off. I want you to get a real feel for the texture yeah. and really okay. you know, get to know it, get to love work. Yeah. You got those uh, plastic book covers, <laughs> which are one of those things kids will never, yep. know, mm-hmm. ever experience again. Yep. Um, and, then, and then also the plastic uh, sleeves for each page of your report, which made oh, it look God, really fancy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hated that. Yeah. So dumb. And one by one, they required it sometimes. Binder. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even I was like, insanity. Fuck you! Like, why do I? Why do I have to go buy this shit to turn in paper? Like, you can't read right, it unless right. it's in a pink or clear. Fuck anyway. But right, um, right. um, but yeah, that's like the big existential question, right? It's like, well, that really means that we as conscious beings, our consciousness is interacting with the consciousness of the universe and we are co-creating it. Right. Which means well, we are also part of the, we are the universe as well, you know? And I'll just kind of try and weave in my episode here. Cause again, sure. it's, yeah. it gets in some like things. So I had holographs mm-hmm. or holographic, whatever. So she was trying to say, you know, we're just this reflection, like a hologram. So our data is somewhere else. And then mm. we're just being projected. Projected. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So the real, so it ties into a similar kind of thing that she's saying there. The problem that I didn't like, or problem that I had was she's like, oh, your skin is like the 2D data layer, but you got to go deeper than that. And mm-hmm. she's like, scientists are trying to figure out the data layer, but they're wrong because they need to go beyond that. But science will never get us beyond that. And like, it, mm. it just got a little bit sketchy there and then she was like yeah, almost preachy asian uh cultures believed in the various ways of measuring that consciousness my and favorite then it, show so, ancient asians yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's ryan's favorite um but then it went for like you know the 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 chi like kind of thing where it's like, Oh, I'm here on the bottom. And then you have three orbs above mm-hmm. and ascending. <laughs> and it was all this like ascension stuff. But again, it, I just personally kept thinking, I'm like, well, if this is where we are and how we experience it, we can't just wish and think harder to get out of it. This is then the right. construct that you're in, right? It's like an eight bit NES game. It can't become a PS five game, right? Like right, right. it's, <laughs> it is what it is. And even if you yeah, play yeah. it on a PS five, it's not going to magically get better and enhance and and fill in all these gaps that the designers didn't right build right mario's running at 60 frames per second now mom (laughs) that's pretty wild but i mean it's like it's one of these things like it's fun to think about but you do need the the math and numbers because she's like you don't just need math and numbers to get there and i'm like but which is which is funny because she literally says that in the first episode she goes she goes all we really need is to find that ultimate mathematical theory that can take all of this 
all of right. these concepts into account, you know? So I'm, yeah. I'm going to watch, I'm, I'm actually probably going to watch more of these just myself, yeah. but well, I feel like um, this could be, again, she's not as bad as William Henry, but how yeah. his speech, right? Like that first half, we're like, okay. But then that second yeah. half, we're like, oh shit. So if this is right. a series that builds, yeah, yeah, I would assume the deeper in it gets the, the, the weirder and more spirally she goes. Right. Um, yeah. Cause she's, yeah, she's like, uh, to that point of like projecting, she's saying that, Basically, the information that's inherent in the universe can become any form that we that all of our consciousness are agreeing to what it looks like. Like there is no such thing as a uh, a tree. It's the agreement of that we're all saying that thing is a tree. Because then, like, right, right. this is not what she was up. But then you get like language involved, where language becomes yeah. the the language of conscious. Like, how do how do we even understand yeah. things without being able to say that, or even whether in our head or yeah. You know, well, with our even mouths, as but... a kid, I used to think I'm like, God, this is weird. Like I see this as a, tr I did literally would say this like as a tree or this color is green. I'm like, how do I know my friend, what he sees is green. Maybe what right, he sees right, is right. green. I see is red, but we both say it's green and yes. like trees have the shape, but maybe he sees what I, I would know. call monsters and vice versa. I would always be like, how do you, you know, and we truly can't know that, because know. if you'll if never they, know, yeah. yeah, if they have a, an equal but different paradigm that fulfills all the same informational requirements, right, then right. green is green, but it's you like know. an API package into an email, right? It's like, as long right. as this, this data might look junky in right. Salesforce, <laughs> but when it sends to their email system, it's unpacked and presented differently. Right? Exactly. But it's still yeah. the same data. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, she quotes a bunch of scientists from like back in the thirties and forties as like the atom was starting to be understood and therefore kind of quantum shit. Um, and they're all quoting, you know, either, uh, uh, Hermes Trismegistus or the Bhagavad Gita or whatever, because they're all, as they're learning about this kind of new science, they're like, oh shit, this actually means that everything is unified, right? We are all the same. Cause it's, she says it a little bit later, but like, it's really interesting. Like I, I knew the concept of quantum entanglement when two particles can be at a distance, you know, they can be trillions of miles apart. And yet the information between them is shared at instantaneously. Right. And so, but then it makes kind of sense where it's like, assuming that the big bang is true, that everything was at a singularity, right. That all, all information <laughs> that included size and energy and frequency, like all that shit was one, one infinitely dense thing and therefore entangled with each other at some point as it spread out it's saying that those particles are still entangled, right? Cause we, uh, yeah. we can prove that particles are tangled or entangled. Now. I mean, Travis Taylor's doing that with quantum computing tests on the space station and satellites and stuff. So, right. Uh, and I was like, Oh, that's a really simple way to understand why things are entangled. Cause I was like, I knew that they were, but I didn't really get like understand why, but yeah. Um, she is, uh, she quotes, uh, Kaku a couple times here. Who's very much of the same mind of like, everything really comes down to being, from an original source of one thing, you know? Right. And this is where scientists can now start talking about the concept of God. And she literally says, she goes, Hey, and if, if the word God bothers you, use source or, or one or whatever, because then yeah, she, she has said these, that like, in the hologram one too. Yeah. yeah. She, she Which says, a lot and, of these people say source as that. Yeah. Like, I know I do. People are talking <laughs> yeah. about my fucking chompers and I say, source, <laughs> give me calm. Let me just get through this divorce trial with Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll learn Kung Fu someday. Winner. <laughs> From her ex-husband slash 
right. current husband. <laughs> right, right. Back to being that. Yeah. Um, she does a lot of Hermes Trismegistus quotes here. Also, really interesting synchronicity with uh, Billy Carson from the last episode, which was all about uh, Toth or Thoth, right. uh, who was supposedly the writer of the Emerald Tablets or or one of the writers of the Emerald Tablets. Um, one of the Emerald Tablets has been translated uh, and it's quotes from Hermes Trismegistus and it's supposed to be from like 8,000 years ago. And I also did not realize, you always hear the term the, the mystery schools, which are kind of the origin of, it's sad that people go, oh, it's the origin of the occult, which it's like, well, mm. the mystery schools were routed out by early Catholic Christians. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is is the celebration of St. Patrick Right. Who was a Roman going to the island of Ireland? Say that five times fast. Uh, and uh, routing out the last of the Gnostic people who were known as the serpents to the Romans. Yeah. So it's like, oh, St. Patrick got rid of all the snakes in Ireland, and that's why we celebrate him. And it's like, no, it was the Gnostics who were part of those original mystery schools who, right. you know, who dared to think of spirituality as an all encompassing thing and not just this one specific uh, religious view, you know, this, this new, what would, what could, would have been considered to them cult because it's a new, you know, born modern religion. But, um, but anyway, Hermes was kind of the source of, uh, of Gnosticism and, and just the hermetic principles. And uh, he's quoted in the Emerald tablet saying that everything, and I'm paraphrasing, um, well, two things. This is the first ever recorded uh, quote of as above, so below. Um, and he says like, as above, so below, so below as above. And basically saying also, if it's here, it's there. And, and saying that everything was manifested from the mind of the one. And so therefore, there is no difference between above and below. Right. Uh, and and then she so and then and then he said all of it was manifested from the imagination of the one by the meditation of the one, and so you know thinking deeply, connecting with itself or whatever, and that the one will forever be invisible to us because we are only parts of the one, and it is the space in which everything it manifests. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like it's explaining the original concept of how we were all part of one source, right? Which is what God is and whatever. Right. But right, you know, right. it doesn't really matter your religion, but that's usually in general, the kind of gist of it. But, um, but, uh, uh, and, and then this sounds like the observer effect, right? Where it's like, Oh, the coming from the, like it says coming to be is nothing but imagination. Like that, that because you are observing something, it can be any shape, like it, not any, she says, she's like, now it doesn't mean we can wish that anything can be anything we want. Right. Just cause we right. imagine it. Right. Um, this is how the episode kind of wraps up. She says that, uh, ultimately just like the meditation of the one, uh, which she's like, what does that mean? And she's, and then it starts going into her talking about how daily meditation can help concentrate your intention. We can't just intend something and have it happen willy nilly. Right. Otherwise we'd all be magicians or whatever. Right. Uh, she's like, you have to, for, for sometimes a lifetime or whatever, connect with the universe in both a finite and infinite way. Just be both in that moment, but not, but also be timeless at the same time. Yeah. And that helps you tap into that 
universal field of consciousness that is the universe. She kind of goes down that path of like the universe, which is funny because when you look at a map of the universe, it does look like a synaptic map of the brain of the neurons in the brain, right? It's like all these similar right. Billy Carson was fucking saying that too. But, um, but, uh, basically saying that like, you know, the now again, neurons are different necessarily than planets and galaxies and, you know, dark energy and shit. Right. Right. <laughs> but, um, but it is interesting that there's all of these little correlations here, but, uh, but yeah, she's kind of saying that, um, if you can, which is easier said than done, if you can meditate and connect with the pure kind of unified consciousness that's in the universe, which is connecting with yourself and all others at the same time, all times, all whatever, you can put out that positive energy into the universe too, and it will react with positive energy. So then it's getting into kind of like the secret stuff, which is like kind of the dumbed yeah, down yeah. version of right, this, right. you know? Um, but, uh, but anyway, I mean, that's, that was pretty much the gist of yeah. um, the series premiere of this um overall like two it well and feel free to add anything you want to no, 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 i was gonna say my to was very but... similar um i don't have a ton more to add because yeah again she was just like but it was more specific to and then consciousness it, projecting as like the forms it takes is holographic and what does that mean kind well, of thing then we are if these are how holograms work then we're arguably a hologram and this is how you get out of it but yeah it it all ties together. This, this series sounds like it's, she's going to kind of be repeating herself mm. um, and having some through line just based on what you said. Yeah. Cause what you were saying was similar stuff that she was kind of saying there too. Got it. So. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'll, I'll be sitting to watch the next few and go up to that fifth one because uh, the, the series is like 90% just her talking to the screen. Yeah. It was right. It, it felt like basically. an hour and a half. Watching yeah. this 35 minutes. Uh, so it's like the pacing could be better. They could use a little more graphics, I think, to to yeah. kind of spice it up. Um, very first like minute of my episode, there was early donger in there because it was like it was like we ha- we've been you know humans have been evolving for a and it's showing all these like three D figures of like babies and people and whatever, and it's just like this three D dude with a big fucking <laughs> flaccid <laughs> dong <laughs> flying across the screen, but. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's like I said, I think that these episodes would be perfect if they were like 15 minutes each. Cause you could yeah, get really yeah, deep yeah. in 15 minutes. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we all, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but not, not get into the repeating yourself. Like I, I appreciate all of the examples that she gave. Like, again, like do focus on really key analogies. Like again, like the complementarity uh, or the uncertainty principle is like, Oh, if you're standing still, you, you can, you can at least measure your position uh, precisely, but then you lose the understanding of all the the places that you could go after that moment and then vice versa. I was like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Like, that's cool. Cause those are very like complicated fucking quantum, you know, quantum superpositions and like shit like that. Um, but she kind of like, she then will do talking about the same thing, give you like two or three more examples or metaphors which now then confuse the original one to me because she doesn't really go deeper in explaining the science i mean she does but it's like keep this is such a heady shit that i think you have to keep it as analogous as possible right right right? so and and i guess yeah as the series goes on uh you'll you'll be ingesting more and more of this and like having a foundation but it would be better in 
smaller chunks i yeah, think yeah than, than and 35 i will say minutes is, of her talking <laughs> right right as i'll say with a lot of this content in general when you say things like scientists are doing this or that right please give some backup of which scientists what studies like because then you go but other scientists don't believe i'm like so what you you get very vague and very uncomfortable because you're you're just using this to tell the story and narrative that you want right because she because um, specifically she will quote or sorry she will quote specifically and show them on screen the people that are supporting what she's talking about so, so she was talking about people in the 20s and 40s and yeah yeah yeah, same. Where I'm like, and, okay, yeah. what about today and actual scientists working right. on the stuff that you're claiming? And the only person that she gave any time to that was a detractor was Einstein, because um, he's like the biggie, I guess. But, um, but uh, yeah, it would be nice to be like, here's the examples that, I mean, she would say like, they're doing Newtonian shit still today, and now let's talk about, let's like, but yeah, a little, uh, as always, a little more fairness as opposed to the um preachy assumption that hey because you're watching this content i know you already think what i think it's like no like just be be a little more open-minded about it you know because it's like you can still believe it but you should then be able to talk to both sides equally right right so you don't seem like you're just preaching what you feel to people so um but um yeah that was uh mystery teachings episode one and episode five of season one um i truly am baffled because (laughs) i copied that thing but uh i'm also baffled by how our fucking remote recording thing works it works slightly (laughs) differently every time we use it so uh yeah but um anyway uh we have not decided on uh the next episode yet but we'll, we'll try to keep it uh different you know a little spicy right. each time so right. it's not that you know we're not going to do another mystery teachings episode next time yeah, or another yeah. george nori thing so not that they won't ever come back it just won't be back to back right um to give a little variety but um um yeah and but next week head over to apple podcast to spotify to google podcast to amazon music and i think it's on like podbean and all these other kind of random podcatchers now but head over and uh, listen to no guts no glory give it a chance that's our berserk podcast it's the berserk podcast See, um the one but, the uh, only the true <laughs> uh and uh uh forgive the um kind of placeholder little logo there don't forgive the amazing music as played by ryan and produced by steve uh ryan i we didn't even mention that on the fucking first episode that he was the <laughs> oh yeah that, <laughs> he should be credited the for the intro right, music right. but uh but yeah he's an accomplished violinist and uh it's a cool intro, uh, if I do say so myself. So anyway, yes. listen to, uh, yeah, no guts, no glory. I mean, and you don't have to have or have read the manga because we go really deep into it, and uh, and we're also making sure to not make it a visual podcast in an audio format. Right. <laughs> well, know? and also so. like this show, you know, there's the preamp, and then right. we get into it, and mm-hmm. even during it, there's you know the the goofing and such. So again, you can listen to the first half hour and just cut out it's the same flavor uh that you're used to getting here but we're talking about something now purely subjective as opposed to kind of philosophical science religio based things right right uh definitely different like a little freer to talk about stuff but not that we ever are not free to talk about whatever but uh, but yeah just give it a listen and uh give it a nice rating if you like it or even if you don't like it if you like us give it a nice rating 
uh, and uh, just to get it get it started over there. Um, and uh, I should put our little music on. There we go. Change into my ascended voice here. But uh, see, yeah, see. make sure and uh, support the show over at patreon.com slash probinghdanians for exclusive podcasts every month. Head over to blackholesupplycompany.com for Probing Ancient Aliens merch, disc golf disc, and disc golf apparel. We'll probably get some probing guy and probably some uh, No Guts, No Glory shit up there soon. Too. Oh, yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. Uh, now with a physical location inside Cape and Cow Collectibles, a little shop and shop, as we call it in the biz, uh, in, in uh, Fountain Valley, California, at 9525 Garfield Avenue, Suite C2, uh, in Fountain Valley, California, 92708. Uh, other than that, follow us on instagram at probing ancient aliens follow us on twitter at probing aliens and follow our disc golf content over at puttfuckers uh at p-u-t-t-p-h-u-k-e-r-z on instagram and p-u-t-t-f-c-k-r-s on tiktok now See. they've been you know I- i'm not sure why <laughs> you know uh but I've been getting tyke talk where it's all kind of like little <laughs> kid, uh, you know, kind of performances, dances, pageants and things, yes. but uh, that's the algorithm <laughs> for you, you know? Uh, <laughs> hey, it's just telling me. Okay. <laughs> <What>? uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to get out of here before the cops right. come in my mouth. Um, see. Thanks for listening, and we will see you on Probing Guy in two weeks or uh, over at No Guns No, no Glory next week. Bye. Bye.